0: There are many different ways to price a product or service in business. The problem is, most entrepreneurs and business owners choose a pricing strategy that prevents them from scaling or staying profitable. So in this episode, Dan Locke is going to give you seven different pricing strategies and how to use them in your business today.
1: One of the most important and one of the most critical questions you have to ask yourself as an entrepreneur is, how much should you charge for your product or your service? Now when it comes to pricing, it's such an important decision because it affects your marketing. Done properly, pricing could also be a marketing strategy. So today I'm gonna give you not one, not two, not five, seven pricing strategies. So then from now on, you know exactly how you should price your product or your service. You see, when you are not charging enough, so let's say you price too low, you're not making a profit, you're not making money. When you price too high, then maybe you're not getting customers, you're not getting that volume, so you won't grow. So there's that fine balance, just the right type of pricing strategy could change everything. Pricing strategy number one, price to your competition. That means find out what your competitors are charging, and then maybe you charge kind of the same. Let's say they sell this product for $100, then you'll say, okay, I'll sell mine for also a $100. Now, sometimes, I also see entrepreneurs, what they do is they would take the, the average prices of the, they say, three top competitors, and then they would just add it together and divide it up. That also, I've seen that before. Price to your competition. Now, there is, some industries, in some cases, that might be okay. You want to be competitive, right? Especially if you are in a, what I call a commodity kind of a business. That means your customers, they are shopping for the best price. So by having like a, a price that's like maybe five, 10% higher than everybody else within your industry, that might be hurting you because your customer's like, hey, you know what? You charge $100, I talk to your competitor, your competitor only charges 90 or 95. Now, unless you've done your proper marketing or you know how to position yourself, that might be a difficult objection to overcome. So prior to your competition, now there's a downside to this, that means you are always reacting, right? You're always reacting to what your competitors are doing. They bump up their price, you bump up your price. They lower their price, you lower your price. You're always reacting to what your competitors are doing. If you want to be a leader, ideally we want to play offense. We wanna be the one that's leading. We wanna be the ones that are dictating the terms, dictating the price in the marketplace, so others follow versus you follow others. Does that make sense? Pricing strategy number two, price to pay the bills. I call this the break even strategy. What it means is you price it enough so that you just break even. It covers your overhead, it covers your cost. Well, that might be good in the beginning in some cases, that you are maybe entering a new marketplace. You're testing things. You're saying, hey, you know what, all I wanna do just to break even, I just wanna test the water, see how the marketplace reacts to my offer. It's possible. Or sometimes, you gotta use it very, very carefully, right? Otherwise, you'll, you'll go bankrupt doing this because you're not making a profit. Is you are pricing, you're using a break even strategy to acquire a, a large volume of customers. Sometimes I call that the self liquidating offers, meaning it says for your low ticket offer on the front end, right? You price it, just want to break even, right? If I'm, I'm selling a book, right? It, I don't make money from me selling a book, but it's just to break even. That's fine because that's what a book costs is 20 bucks, right? So you sell the book, similar price. But you know all the profits, all the wealth comes from the follow up offers. So you know all the profits, all the wealth comes from afterwards the follow-up, what you offer to the customers who have bought your book, right? That's what we wanna do. This is making sense. Strategy number three, and that is price to time. This is probably one of the most common pricing models. A lot of people do this, lawyers, professionals, accountants use this a lot. They charge per hour, or they charge per day, or charge per week or charge even per month. That's kind of like a retainer model. Price to time. How much time am I spending on this particular task? How much time am I spending on, on this project, right? And that's how I would charge. So they charge $20, $30, $50, lawyers, $100, $200, $500 per hour. Price to time. Now this model is very, very common, but to me personally, I think this model is getting out of date as we are now transitioning from the job economy to what I call skill economy, now companies and people, they are paying for results. They much prefer to pay for results. And here's what I believe. When you price to time, the problem with that model is the relationship that you have between you and your client, that relationship is always, there's a conflict of interest. What do I mean by that? Okay, let's say you charge $50 per hour for what you do. Okay, and you bill them 50 bucks per hour, and this is gonna take you 10 hours, and you build them 500 bucks. Okay, that's one thing, but let's say you could get this done in eight hours. Now be honest, are you gonna build them eight or 10 hours? Even if you could get it done in eight hours, are you gonna get it done within eight hours? Because the relationship is, the longer it takes for you to finish something, the more money you make versus from the client's perspective, I want to get this done as efficiently, as fast as possible, but yet I'm paying for time. So how did this work? This is always, this is a conflict of interest. You're, you're, you wanna make as much money as possible. They want you to get it done for as little time as possible. So price to time, I mean, there's a time and place for this, but I don't believe in that so much anymore because the whole model of back in the, the industrial age, clock in and clock out, No, I don't believe in that. Here's what I believe in. No fee is too high for success and almost any fee is too high for failure. When your clients are paying you, they're paying for results. When can we get this done? And shouldn't they be rewarded if they could get it done in five hours instead of eight hours? If you can get it done faster, better, more efficiently, why shouldn't they be rewarded? Why would I have to pay more for you to drag the projects longer, it makes no sense. But it is a very common model and still a lot of people use it. If you wanna use it that way, that's fine too. Price to time. Pricing strategy number four, price to cost plus. Now this is very common in, let's say, in the construction business, right? So on the surface, very logical. So this is gonna cost how much to get this project done. Let's say this project is gonna cost a million dollars. That's the cost, right? and then you'll just add a 10, 15% markup on that, right? Let's say I'm selling this, this item is $10,000, I'm just gonna add my markup, my 15%, right? That's fine, that's one way to do it. Now you see this, again, very common interior design and construction and a lot of different industries. Now what's the problem with this model? It's very, very common model, but same thing with the price to time model. It's something that has been around a long time, it's logical, but, Again, they are getting paid based on spending more money. So if I'm a contractor, let's say, and I know this project with materials and everything, it's gonna gonna cost a million dollars. And I'm gonna earn my markup on there, my 15%, 150K. Now, if there are ways that I could save money, if I can use materials that are better but actually it costs less. And I get this whole thing done, maybe $800,000. Now most contractors, not saying all, but most contractors would think, well, do I really want to get it done for 800K because now I make less money doing the same amount of work? Or is it in my kind of self-interest, best interest to spend as much money as possible? From the client's perspective on the other hand, the more money that you spend, the more expensive the materials, the more expensive the labor, the more money that you make. From a client's perspective, it's the opposite. How do you get the, the best product? How do you get the best outcome for the least amount of money? Again, it's conflict of interest. But very, very common, price to cost plus. Now, let's say if I am building a, a building, I'm building an office, I can tell you that's not the model I will strive for. I would do something that's very completely different. Example, I would negotiate with a contractor. This is what Dan Lok would do. I would have a very clear budget, and I would say, here's the budget, right? Let's say a million dollars, okay? But here's what I would do. Out of this million dollars, chances are you're gonna get paid 150K. I'm more than happy to pay 150K. But if you could save me money, the two things I look for, if you can get it done for 800K, you're smart, I'm gonna give you a bonus. I'm not gonna pay you 150, I'm gonna pay you another $20,000, $30,000, whatever it might be, right? Depends on whatever the project is. Second thing, KPI I would have is if you can get it done on time or even early, I'm gonna pay you another bonus for the result that you produce. So now then we're on the same page, right? You follow what I'm saying? Now I'm on the same page. So you and I we're thinking about the same thing. We're focused on the same thing, have the same goal. To get it done, get the project done on time or early. You get compensated for that. To get it done below the budget and save money, you're gonna compensate for that. You see how that works? So the the contractor who takes on this deal knows I am result-focused. We're on the same page. He doesn't need to find ways to to cut corners or try to mock up stuff or materials and all that, no. It's in his best interest to work on my behalf to lower the cost, to get a great product done but at a lower cost, timely fashion. That's what I would do. But again, you know that's one pricing model that's out there. That's pretty common. Pricing strategy number five and that is price to the package. Now, I like this one. I use this one a lot. It means that you are creating an offer. You're creating a package. And simply, let's say the package, the total value is worth $10,000. And you're only charging your customers $1,000 or $2,000. They're only paying a fraction of what the entire value of the package is worth. I like this a lot. First of all, it makes the offer irresistible. Number two, if you want to increase price, all I need to do is, how could I increase the value that I deliver? And I like to use a a general rule of thumb, and I'm giving that to you. I call that the, the one to 10. Meaning for, let's say for an educational product, For $1,000 I charge, I want to deliver at least $10,000 worth of value. If I want to charge $2,000, I want to deliver at least $20,000 worth of value. Now, although some of those products, some of the bonuses, it could be digital products, right? That is instant access. It actually doesn't cost me a lot to deliver that value, which is great, because it's scalable. But at the same time, the value is there, right? The value, it's real value, this is how much it would cost if they buy it from, from different sources. So that's very powerful. So price to the package. So think about how you can apply this in your business versus just selling the, the widget, the product, or the, the whatever that you're selling. How can you package in a way that is attractive? Let me give you another example. Let's say you are selling website development. Instead of saying, hey, you know what? I'm gonna charge you 100 bucks an hour to design your website. You see how that's like, well, how long is it gonna take? well it's going to take me you know 100 hours. Okay, great. I'm going to pay you 100 hours. Versus package. So, this website development package, we are going to design, let's say a 10-page website for you. Okay? And we're going to also set up a blog for you. And we're going to create also 20 landing pages for you. We are going to create uh, 30 emails follow-ups for you so that you can convert those un- convert those leads into sales, right? unconverted leads. So you see how it's a package? Now the whole thing, if you buy this, and you buy this, and you buy this, you buy this, and you buy this, all separately, it's gonna be $50,000. I'm just making this up, $50,000. But if you buy the whole thing from us right now, uh, as, a, as a sign-up, as a client today, it's gonna be $20,000. Now why are you giving them that? So you may be thinking, well, then aren't I giving them a discount? You're not giving them a discount. You price the package. You know this is the package you put together and you offer a more complete solution so it's more attractive. Because you're thinking on the client's behalf. You're thinking ahead, say, hey, you know what? We could build a website, but won't you be needing some landing pages down the road? Won't you be needing some emails down the road? Won't you be needing all these things? Oh, I never thought of that. So why don't we put together a package and we price according to that? I like this model a lot. Pricing strategy number six, and that is price to positioning. What kind of positions do you have in the marketplace? If you're the, the leading authority in your marketplace, you could charge a lot more money. Now, most people do a lot of sales, but they don't understand how to do positioning. How do you position yourself as the, the go-to person, the go-to brand for whatever it is that you do, right? So let me give you an example. Let's say, When you understand the power of supply and demand, so if you go to Clarity right now, you see on the Clarity site, my hourly rate is $10,000 US per hour, 10K. Now why would someone pay me 10K to consult with them on an hourly basis? That's a lot of money, supply and demand, supply and demand. When you understand basic economics, if you have a lot of demand, a lot of demand, and you have very little supply, and supply in this case is my time, we only have 24 hours a day, you can now charge a lot more money because there's a a finite amount of supply. You notice a lot of premium products out there in the marketplace very often, a lot of demand, limited supply. So ask yourself how you could use this to your vantage, how could you create a lot more demand for what you do, what you offer, what you sell? And then what you wanna do is you want to restrict the supply, just like the diamond industry. Do you know there's actually a ton of diamond that's out there? But the diamond industry is smart enough, they know if they flood the market with so much supply, then the value of diamond would go down dramatically. So they restrict the supply and they drive up the demand. Right? In some cases, they manufacture the demand, so then diamonds are way more valuable. But keep in mind, that's price to positioning. That's all that is, it's price to positioning. Pricing strategy number seven, price to value. This is my go-to, this is my favorite because that's how I like to buy things as well. That's how I like to pay for things as well, price to value. If I'm paying for results, I would be more than happy to pay a premium for results. I don't care about time, I don't care about effort, I care about results. So if it's a project and I pay a certain amount of money, the project gets done, I'm more than happy. But price to value, it means that there's no ceiling to your income. So let me give an example. Let's say you run a consulting firm. You do business consulting. Instead of charging the clients for, I'm gonna charge you X amount of dollars per hour. Not very compelling, not very enticing because the client's success or failure has got nothing to do with you. If they actually, get more results, they generate more revenue, they pay the same amount of money. If they get no results, you still get paid. Well, that's not good. That means your client is taking on all the risk and you are getting all the rewards. Or you could price it in such a way, price to value. Let's say your client is doing a million dollars a year in revenue right now. That's the base. You come in and say, you know what, I could help you, I am the world's best consultant on this particular topic. I could help you get more sales, get more customers, get more revenue, okay? But whatever you're doing right now, the one million, we're not gonna touch that, that's the base. But let's say in the next three years that through working with me, I'm gonna put some systems in place. I could help you go from one million to $5 million in the next three years. We're gonna increase your revenue by 500%. That's our goal, right? And that's your goal, from here to here. The one million, we don't count, but the four million that I've been able to to help you gain in the marketplace, without me, you wouldn't wouldn't have had that kind of growth. Out of the four million, if I could help you do that, would you be comfortable of paying me a small percentage of that? It could be, I don't know, 5%, 10%, whatever the number is, right? Only on the increase the four million. See, now that's price to value. Now, what if you could only help this client to get to three million? You get paid a little bit less, you get compensated a little bit less. you help them get to 10 million. You hit out of the park, right? It's a home run. Great, you get paid more. See, now your interest and your client's interest, it's aligned, right? And also that means that there's no ceiling to income. It also means your client knows you're not gonna nickel and dime. You're not gonna nickel and dime him. Meaning, oh yeah, I, we did this much and I'm gonna charge you, I'm gonna invoice you for another, another three hours of work. That's bullshit. We only care about results. If you could go from one million to five million doing this much work, the client doesn't care. You wanna go from here to here, you do this much work, the client doesn't care either. So now you're working smart. Now you're not getting paid based on time. You're getting paid by what you bring, what value you bring to that time. And maybe, Maybe instead of spending this much time, you only need to spend a couple hours a week on the project as long as you can get the results. Or you can simply make an introduction. Hey, you know what? Your business doing a million, I have another client here that I know would be a perfect fit. Why don't you guys form a strategic alliance and do some business in between? And you make that introduction. And from there, you bring in a couple extra million of revenue to the business. How much is that worth to this client? A lot has nothing to do with how much time you put into it, it has to do with this, that's price to value. You see how it changes the way you look at things, it changes the way that you deliver value. It also changes how fast you wanna deliver value. You wanna deliver value as much and as fast as possible. This is my favorite model, price to value. Now, it depends on what you sell, comment below. Let me know what pricing model you're using right now, what pricing strategy you're using right now. Now, there's no black and white. Sometimes within my business, my time, clarity, $10,000 per hour, that's price to time. That's fine. Price to positioning, price to value. Maybe you do a hybrid model, a combination of, of these models, these strategies, or maybe front end you do price to to break even, right? but then, or price to your competitors. But then on the back end, you have some other models, maybe price to value. That's perfectly fine as well. But what I'm saying is you wanna spend some time on this. This shouldn't be done so just like half ass. This should be done very strategically.
0: That's it for today's episode of the Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlokshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlogshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.